0: I don't even know how to start this because like we usually start off really happy and this is not a happy episode at all. Um, Today, episode two, we'll be talking about trauma and I think it's fitting for the amount of black people that have been dying as of recently or in murdered laugh now cry now is the name of the episode i think we all can agree that 2020 has been a hell of a year (laughs) and not in a good way um 2020 has been a year full of trauma and that's why we decided to dedicate episode two to trauma Um, how we deal with trauma, what it's like being Black and being traumatized by the amount of Black people that are murdered and brutalized and watching it play out, Um, and what it's like losing our idols. We just lost Chadwick Boseman yesterday. We were recording on a Saturday, so we just lost Chadwick Boseman yesterday. Um, So we decided to dedicate episode two, Laugh Now, Cry Now, to how we deal with trauma and what it's like going through these motions and emotions and how we deal with that during a pandemic and how we come out on the other side.
1: Just to go off of that, we're not going to be doing hot takes this time. Just referencing pop culture doesn't seem appropriate. So we're just going to hop into this episode and just get right into it for real. So I think the thing that's been on
0: everybody's mind and not enough people's mind at the same time because it feels like it's not getting the same energy as George Floyd is Jacob Blake um getting shot seven times in the back in front of his kids by the police and somebody actually raised a good question to you is it okay if I pose the question now Mm -hmm. um Because we on the Big Fish Instagram page posted, stop showcasing Black people dying and being brutalized. Um, And somebody asked us why. And Carmen, do you want to say your answer? Because they asked you. uh, Do you want to say your answer?
1: Yeah. So the specific question, so that way like you guys get some context, was I've seen more recently why... I've, I've seen this more recently in response to stop posting black bodies being abused and brutalized. So this is in response to a story I, pu- I put up that was made by big fish on their account, on our account. And the question was, I've seen this more recently. Why has the stance changed and how will it be able to, how will we be able to see what goes on if we stop posting videos, a genuine question, because I really don't know. Um, and so there's a lot of things at pit play, like the fact that it was like, why has the stance changed? And it's like, I don't think the stance has really changed. I think everyone knows that just like general violence online on a platform that we frequent is not normal. Like we're not supposed to see dead bot dead. People dying, like we're not supposed to see like murdering, like that's just not supposed to happen on a regular basis. So now that we have it readily available to us at any given moment, so it's not like this is a platform where you get to see this. You know what I mean? Like when you step into a movie, it's like this movie is going to be about X. But when we go into our social medias and, and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, we're not expecting to see a murder. We're not expecting to witness a murder. So that is not normal. Um. And I don't think it should be normalized. I don't think people should be reposting videos. Now, that's not to get confused about the videotaping. And although it's been shown that we that like videos are a part of evidence, and unfortunately, we need to be in good lighting when we're when we're being murdered. And but even if, even being in the best lighting with the best camera quality, with the best audio, It like in in the form of the court of of law, it means nothing. It means nothing. All it means is that we got to see your, your last moments, unfortunately. And like that, that in itself is like not normal. So I don't want to get confused that like the stance hasn't changed. Like whatever's going to help as far as evidence and like getting justice. Sure. But it's not normal to witness murder. That's like, that's not normal. That's absolutely not normal. Um, so there's a lot of things at play, and I was telling him like some people are just doing it for clout i I would hope not everyone who's posting it. I'm sure everyone wants to like have everyone aware. but the second thing is like we shouldn't have to prove that we are getting brutalized, that we're in fact getting killed like this is we have a two hundred plus history of us getting brutalized and killed. We don't have to prove ourselves if that if that is the 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 case if someone says this man died by the hands of the police. I believe it. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't need to see that. I don't, I don't need to see that. Um, So I just, I I responded very thoughtfully because I know it's really hard to ask those tough questions. Um, And I'm also, at that moment, I felt like I needed to say something to this particular person In other situations. I probably would have just said, use your Googles, but I was like, let me let me just tell him my thoughts. Cause maybe he wanted to hear from someone he trusts. Um,
0: right. Not that it matters, but I'm just curious. Is this person black or. Yeah. This person was black. Okay. Does that change whether you would have explained it or not?
1: Um, I don't think so because I've had other questions about like, why did you post this? But what do you mean by that? Um, just because I, I feel like I know most of my followers. Mm. So like not that, like, if it was a complete stranger who was, like, 392XXX, I would not have responded. But these are right. people, like, I've actually met. So right. I felt like, okay, we can have that conversation. Right. Um, For me,
0: why I personally don't want to see Black people dying or hear it, because in some cases, there were video recordings and not actual, um, excuse me, voice recordings and not actual videos. Example, Trayvon Martin. Um, to echo what Carmen said, it I've been watching this for years and I am so tired. I was 16 when Trayvon Martin was murdered. Yeah. And I cried like a baby because I was so confused as mm-hmm. to why you can hear him on voice recording saying help me help me and like the fact that the jury was stuck and then went back to say that they didn't have enough evidence or whatever they said i don't remember the 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 specifics um to indict george zimmerman um and that was like a very traumatizing experience for me because we were around the same age yeah and I was also just very confused and couldn't wrap my head around why he was murdered in the first place. Like I knew racism existed, but at the time I did not have the language to be like, "Oh, he was profiled. He was stereotyped. Black men are seen. He's not. He wasn't even a man. Black boys are viewed as black men and seen as threats." Like I, I just didn't have the language to articulate that which made it harder
1: to cope with yeah because
0: i was just like so confused so confused that a black person could be murdered for existing yeah so every time that i see a new person being gunned down or brutalized it sort of brings me back to that moment when i was 16 and i'm traumatized and confused i don't need and carmen said this i don't need video to confirm that you were treated unfairly or abused by the police i I don't need it and quite frankly it does absolutely nothing It did nothing for rodney king it did nothing for trayvon like it, it it means absolutely nothing to me at all, and I don't need to be traumatized over and over again to prove a point. Because at the end of the day, Black people get it. Well, who are you proving this point to? That's true. We live it. We don't need the video. <laughs> we live it.
1: Yeah. And, you and think then about everyone who like didn't get a video, and it's just like I will say maybe that.
0: That is the other side of the coin. There are a lot of people that didn't get a video that I don't know about that. We don't know about. Yeah. Um, And there are some that like, didn't get a video that we do like Sandra Bland and Freddie Gray and Mike Brown. They don't have videos and we know. Um, So maybe I, I, I don't know, but I I'm good. And also coming from somebody that has, ex- has had experience with losing somebody to gun violence I I don't need to see it at all. Yeah. It is just traumatizing on so many levels. And I don't think people
1: understand that. Yeah, and like living in living in 2020, it's like this I feel like as Gen Z like well Rodney King was on video and like that was like the that was the beginning. I remember doing a I remember doing a presentation and you were in the class. It was it was like race and religion. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just a whole nother for, episode.
0: For context, it is a whole nother episode. But for context, I'm laughing because race and religion was the biggest joke of a class that I, I can speak for myself. I don't know if Carmen feels this way, I ever took in my fucking life. And that no, professor- it was,
1: it was definitely
0: a joke. And apparently that professor was like a decent religion teacher, but he had no business- teaching african-american religious experience at all oh, that's what and it was called yes and yes he was not african-american Ha ha. go ahead, go ahead. yeah
1: no that was that was who that we have to make that an episode
0: yeah it's just race to, and religion we
1: have to make that an episode um but yeah so i did a i did a project um that i didn't get 100 percent on but um that's neither here or there it was called uh, it was Will Smith's like slogan, like racism isn't getting worse. It's getting filmed. Mm-hmm. And I went through like the patterns of like Rodney King. And I think I, I stopped at Mike Brown, I think, the, uh, cause that's how like the timeline aligned at that time. Cause this was mm-hmm. a few years back. Um, and yeah, it's just like, I was, what I was saying was that we we've, gr- we grew up with like watching this and even like some millennials have grown up with this um oscar grant like all of this was during their coming of age um yeah so it's like
0: videotaped by the way for those who don't know i feel like not everybody knows about oscar grant because i also feel like fruitvale station did not blow up like Uh, mainstream mainstream like i feel like we know about it but i don't know how like big it went oscar grant went out with his significant other for new year's eve a while back i don't i don't even want to like give a date
1: early 2000s i want to say yeah like, like, like 2000 like mid two thousand, early 2000s
0: um and i think he got in a fight on the train um and the police came handcuffed him and the officer thought he was reaching for his taser um and thought he was tasing him but he actually shot him in the back and he died um, as
1: he was like handcuffed already to handcuffed
0: arrest. to the ground um on his stomach. Uh but continue what you're saying, Carmen.
1: Um, no, I was I was saying like so millennials and Gen Z have kind of I think millennials got like the beginning crux of it because of mm. course video wasn't as like HD as it is now. Um so they did see Rodney King, they did see Oscar Grant and there's probably some others that I don't know about, but since I didn't grow up in that time like since I wasn't I was alive but I wasn't like really looking at that stuff at that time. Um Gen Z has kind of seen it as like in HD um I remember I remember leaving class to march for um Mike Brown Mm. and yeah like like this is something that's unfortunate like I feel like I'm saying like it's not normal to do this but for me it's like it is normalized like this Mm. was something I was this was something I was marching for as a 17 year old um from for Mike Brown like this is this I I've I went to the march. I thought I did uh, naively. I thought I like had did the work. I thought, you know, naively of me. And then it's like, we go through, we go through weeks of protests. Like the protest didn't like protest has not stopped. Like we didn't go through like. I think, I think that something came out that it was like eight days for the entire year. There was no reports of, um, killings by the hands of police. Um, Mm. But that, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen. It just wasn't reported. But all that to say, we've done these protests, right? And everyone knows, like, it's, like, not cool to do that anymore. Especially, like, right now. Like, we've been protesting week after week. This has been a global, this has reached a global scale. To hear about J- Jacob Blake again is, like, a complete slap in the face. A mm-hmm. complete slap in the face. In D.C., my hometown, my hometown, like, black lives matter was painted over the, the whole like performative mm-hmm. black lives matter famous street that was painted over. Um, protesters went back to the mayor and was like, yeah, that was cute, but like actually defund the police. And they painted that in front of her office. Mm. Um, That was, that was painted over. And now defund the police is back on her front stoop. And, and she, and she has given money to the police. So it's just like, all of this is like a complete, slap in the face, everything to the performativeness to this happening again. It's just like at what it feels like they weren't hearing us until we were rioting, until we were
0: messing protecting. with the business and yes. the money.
1: And as much as like, there's so much controversy around that. It's like when we come at it peaceful, when we are trying to reason, when we are protesting in front of the white house, um, when we are painting, I mean, it's it's a complete slap in the face.
0: So I have a question for you. So, bec- as somebody who has been organizing and marching and speaking out about these issues for a while, speaking about you, Carmen, how did you feel when people sort of suddenly got mad? about the George Floyd uh, murder as somebody who has been doing this work and have been seeing people, black people getting murdered at the hands of police and has been angry for a while about this. How did you feel when you saw that people were now
1: mad? So just to clarify, I have not been organizing. I've been like participating and marching. I know some bomb people who have been shout out to Hector Keem on Instagram, who have been doing the organizing with Occupy DC. Um, but I haven't participated. I just want to clarify that. So I'm not like, organizing? I have not been organizing, but um, that's a slap in the face too. Uh, Cause like it didn't, it did not, this, this did not happen in 20, 2020, like this, I feel like people were forced to watch it because we were all at home. And this was like in the thick of quarantine and the pandemic, but that like the whole, like, Oh wow. This really happening to y'all. And I'm really forced to watch it. Cause I'm like at home. And like mm-hmm. that, like I, for me, and I I just had this conversation with a friend for me. It's like, y'all are so loud for um, OBJ for Drake, for pop, mm-hmm. for, Kobe for all for LeBron like y'all are so loud for our culture and then like so performative and fake and disingenuous for our lives and it's just like I have um we were also talking about this like I have so much res- respect because the WNBA has been like out here protesting um and it was it was really big for the NBA to like not play anymore it's like we're not about to keep playing for y'all to make money off of us And y'all are still killing us. Right. And I'm not saying the NBA commission is out here killing black people, but all of it is connected. Whether we like, like it or not, all of these, when, when money is involved, so are politics. Imagine if the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL came together and was like, we're not playing for y'all. So you could keep killing us anymore. Maybe not NHL, NHL, but like, (laughs) we're not playing for y'all no more imagine well if NHL allied uh, up that would be cool but imagine
0: <laughs> she said black people don't play hockey
1: have you seen one
0: no I I I I personally was anybody can tell you and confirm this I was pissed the fuck off <laughs> um and me and a lot of my closest friends talked about how pissed off we were for screaming Black Lives Matter for so long.
1: And we were saying it's
0: crazy. And Radical. we had, we even had some, oh, oh, I wish I remembered his name because I would surely say it because I don't give a fuck. That dude from W&J. That created that website and used to write articles. And he wrote that whole article I about did.
1: how an ASMR voice.
0: Oh, you remember his name? <clears throat> <clears throat> Noah Miller. No, it wasn't him. Now we just name dropping. <laughs> it was not him. <laughs> it it was. was no, it wasn't. It wasn't. He was. He was a beta. I'm really going off. I really don't care. I graduated as it i don't care who you are he was a beta he had glasses i think his name was jared but i don't want to get it wrong uh, i don't want to get it wrong but he created a whole website um and we went over the website in our um race and rhetoric class wait was he up. in
1: our class because no who wrote it was in our class
0: he wasn't in our class but he had friends in our class um i, I don't want to say the friend's about. name
1: i know who you're talking about
0: yeah he he but anyway he made a whole are website we and- The other guy or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> i honestly don't care if we. Do. i don't care either what is he gonna okay. do i hope the website's still up so i hope people can see this after this episode
1: For This um one, just to give people context like um me maya and i attended the same small liberal arts school outside of pittsburgh um, putting quotes around liberal continue yeah and it was outside of pittsburgh are we naming the school
0: that's up to you you know i don't care I know you still got some connections, though. So you might not want to. I mean, do it. If
1: it, yeah. OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it, but it's not hard to make the connection. And I think <laughs> I think there is um, I think there is some benevolence in being critical about your institution. So I'm just going to put that out there. But we oh, did, to put it to put it in context, we did go to a predominantly white institution in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Um, so that kind of like kind of provide some context as to who we're talking about. Yeah. And we went to a school of 1400 people and there and all together there was about 80 black people and that's being generous. Yes. That is definitely
0: and that is us including the folks who were black but didn't identify as black. Yeah, exactly. They didn't want to check off that box. Right. Um but back to the story, he created a website um and one of the articles was how like Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. Yes. And because it was supported by Angela Davis, this radical communist whatever, that legitimizes the fact that it is a terrorist group. So as somebody that has been screaming for people to understand Black Lives Matter, why it matters, why it's not all lives matter, and for y'all to now be mad at George Floyd when your argument is that we need to see videos to know what's going on and videos have been out prior to George Floyd, it does not add up. Yeah. If your argument is we need these videos to know what's happening, there's no reason why you're now mad in 2020. So again, back to my previous point, videos don't do shit at this point. If you're now mad in 2020. That's true. That's it true. makes no sense. And I hate, I hate, I loathe the justification that he was a good person. Yeah it doesn't matter yeah like the fact that people are like you know he really wasn't resisting we saw his life leave his body yeah that's it's all sad it is all sad yeah but it's still not okay whether he actually gave i think what was the reasoning that he may have allegedly given false money
1: even if he did even yeah, no one, what, what sense does that make? No, for real, like, what sense does that make?
0: Like, and I think what was happening at this time was that there was a lot of, in America and society's eyes, there were a lot of well-intentioned, educated, well-mannered Black folk being harassed and I think that was the boiling point for people because around the same time, it was the man, you know I forget his sounds name. sounds like?
1: Hmm. That sounds like so back to like slave mentality. It's like, no, that's the good black. That's the good, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? That's the yes. good, that's the good one. Yes. And to, be clear, good ones.
0: and to clarify, like, I'm not saying that black people thought this, I'm talking about non-black people. Yeah, right I'm now. talking about non-black people. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make that clear. Like non-black people. I think that there was a lot of well-mannered, well educated black folk for y'all that weren't doing anything that were getting harassed and being murdered, and that's why y'all were mad because around the same time that George Floyd happened, Ahmaud Arbery happened. That's
1: what I was going to touch on. And
0: the guy I forget his name, but who was harassed by the Karen in Central Park for bird watching I think it was Central Park, one of the parks in New York for bird watching.
1: I know his last name was Cooper.
0: Yes, something Cooper. I, I wanted to say Bradley, but that is a whole white man. Um, so I think because y'all saw all these quote unquote educated and like not bothering anybody like minding their own business but that was easy that was easy for y'all to be like they didn't deserve that but when it's sticky when it involves more nuance trayvon martin and michael brown what nuance is that <laughs> in terms of like when i say nuance i mean breaking down like the fact that they were stereotyped
1: okay
0: the fact okay, that okay. you have to break down the fact that like they were seen as black men, but they were boys and they were seen as a threat. Like their existence is a threat, a threat. to police officers. Police officers are trained to stereotype. Gotcha. And they were doing their job legally in quotes. Got you. It is legal for them to stereotype. To
1: stereotype.
0: Cause that is a part of profiling. That's what I mean but by it, nuance.
1: And, and I like that you brought in context. Cause like, for me, it's just like, he has Skittles in Arizona. And I remember after that, Every, I remember after that, like, I had already banged with Arizona Iced Teas, but like, it was almost like I was buying that to like, remember him. And I did that for the longest, had Arizona Iced Teas with me. Mm. Um, cause it's, it's just symbolized, I don't know, it was just one of those things that I did in high school, but it just like symbolized something for me. But to go back on the, um, Ahmaud Aubrey, the reason that we know about him, cause you know the, like that video, so we, that video came out during quarantine. I want to say like March, April ish, maybe May, but that had happened in the beginning of the year. That happened months prior, but they oh, did not release. Yeah, I didn't know They did not release the video, and the people that killed him were at home. They never were charged because they had ties to the police department. Um, that I know. Yeah. So you had. Yeah, you had this video that was never released, and people never knew about Ahmad Aubrey until it was released weeks later because people were pushing them to like release the footage. Mm. That's why I want to ask you because there is video evidence that was suppressed that we would have never known about Aubrey Ahmad Aubrey if like that did not come out.
0: So now you're asking me, does that alter my opinion about videos?
1: In not that not that it alters it. Like so it shouldn't have been I don't know. Like so in what space does the broadcasting need to happen? Because people, if it wasn't for protesting for them pushing to release the video, we wouldn't like I'm talking about people in the town knew, but like we wouldn't have known. Right. And it wouldn't have been reported on. Does that make sense? Like they wouldn't have made news. Cause like it's Yeah. That's a quote unquote not newsworthy. That That is a fair point that
0: I think I don't know if I have the answer to. What I do know is that in an ideal, in my ideal world, police wouldn't even exist mm,
1: yeah.
0: where they could have a connection like that in the community to push this under the rug. In my world, the community that they live in that knew about it that was pushing to make something happen would have done something about the situation um whatever that looks like um in my perfect world but i cannot say you you raise a good point that if that video did not exist they would still be at home on a lazy boy and And i know for a fact they got a lazy boy because they look like the type and it's no, probably, no they do and it's probably plaid facts no printer so i i you're that's a fair point that is a fair point but is that for you can also argue but is that for
1: public consumption though like the
0: video was for the police to do something right about it. Right.
1: right like not what but am i, I gonna but do the thing so the thing is so my my second point was like it was released to the police, but then the press got a hold to it. You know what I mean? So, right. like, they, unless we're following police reports, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's, that's probably for organizers to do in their respective cities. Right. Um, and then to share that, disseminate that information. But as far as like quickly getting it out there, um, I guess news, news like got a hold of it. And so in that situation, it's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just like there has been video evidence and you just don't need to show it. Maybe that's, maybe that's what needs to happen. And I don't,
0: I'm like hesitant to say this. It just popped in my head and I'm hesitant to say this. I might edit this out. I might not, but it sort of feels like, (laughs) why, why do we believe that R Kelly is a pedophile, even though we haven't seen the video? Mm, That's a very good point. So I'm but gonna you need, uh, you need video evidence that black people
1: are being harassed, though. I'm gonna say, people didn't believe that. That is all also- <laughs> you got me. <laughs> black people, nobody <laughs> believed that he was a pedophile. <laughs> Unfortunately, people still don't believe that he was a pedophile and will still support that man.
0: Please, no, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable and it's true. And I'm d- very disappointed at the fact that we still are not believing black women.
1: Yeah. So like, and I'm, I'm trying to think what was the crux? And I'm like, was it the, was it the documentary? Because I feel like all this was happening during that time, like during the making of it. I'm trying to remember like, at what point people were like, oh, maybe we should believe them guys. But no, people didn't, people didn't believe, Yeah. <laughs> people, people didn't, believe. just like they didn't believe about um Trey songs. When when Kiki said it. But all of a sudden it was facts when non-black a non-black person said it
0: that is a topic for another episode see there are lots of, and me and carmen All of with this, this. Yeah. we had trauma as a topic for the third episode we actually had an episode already recorded to release um as the second episode but because of everything that just happened um we decided to record it now and get it out um And we really had to think about the fact that there are so many different types of traumas. Um, Physical trauma, like sexual trauma, and then the trauma of being Black is a whole nother trauma. Oh, my gosh. That is a whole nother trauma that unfortunately just happened to be fitting this week. And I mentioned earlier today that we also lost, or earlier in the episode, that we also lost chadwick Bozeman yesterday so th- black people are dying being murdered but black people are also losing their idols we lost nipsey Hussle, we lost kobe and now we lost chadwick Bozeman. we lost pop and we lost oh, that one hurt me so bad they all hurt me i cried. i cried for all of them um what is it like losing somebody that
1: you never met the thing is I through their art, and I think that's the thing about like artists and actors who like have that art, we do meet them mm-hmm. like I think in some ways they present themselves in their characters, and so we spend these hours watching them, we like wait in line to watch them, and so no, we haven't met them, but like we do have this sense of connection because we've we've witnessed their art for like chadwick i I feel like I've met him. So like it was a different and he's done. And the thing is he's contributed in his short career and it wasn't that short, but like for time, for, like it, yeah, he, it was short. So he was, he was, I feel like he was just starting out, but like I have over the past, like few years, five years, I have seen him actually, he's been, he's been doing a lot of work, but, but I, the, the point is I have seen him like progress as this black Panther progress into like the guy that, is responsible for giving us black panther which means so much as far as representation goes in the marvel world and like like black panther meant so much to us because we never got it
0: for me for we we named four people just now we named kobe Nip, pop and chadwick um kobe for me and i'm going to talk about chadwick also I'm not a big basketball fan. I do watch basketball, but I'm not, I cannot list stats right off the top of my head and tell you why LeBron James is the best player of all time or why Kobe's the best player of all, like whoever you want to argue. That's not the extent to which I watch basketball. Um, but I am very aware of my culture and I am very aware of black, my black male counterparts, especially the ones that didn't have father figures in their lives. Um, and look to Kobe to be that. Mm. And I know the void that they now felt or now feel. Um, and that is what made me so emotional. And also the fact that like he was 42, Three. Forty-three. 43 and like has children. And the fact that one of his children was like, that was a lot to handle. Yeah. Like that was, and also just shocking. Yeah. It was so unexpected. So unexpected. And then Chadwick. I, (laughs) I hate superhero movies. I hate action movies. I, I think it's much shorter for me to list the movies that I like. I like horror movies. Um, I'm quick to watch a horror movie. And I remember seeing the Black Panther trailer my ch- 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 junior year. Yes. Like end of sophomore, beginning of junior year. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, this is so hard. I was like, first of all, there's one white person in the movie. And the <laughs> movie. in the other movie. Secondly, the people are dark skinned and heroes in he- with the bantu knots and bald with 4c hair like my mind was spinning <laughs> i was like what is happening i was no, like literally I'm- i saw that movie in theaters three times
1: (laughs) you did you really did i went with. i'm going back to see black (laughs) Black (laughs) Black i went
0: went with bsu BSU. Yep. our school organized for the bsu to go see it together i went with my boyfriend at the time he don't get no clout um and then i believe i went again with either my mom or one of my friends i saw it three times and i i cried in the movie (laughs) um mostly because um Killmonger did not deserve to die, but that is another episode um, dedicated to Killmonger. Um, but also because I was like, what is happening? Like, what is hap- I could not wrap my mind around like the symbolism in the movie, like the representation in the movie, the acting in the movie. Some people will argue that the accents weren't that great, valid. But <laughs> We got we got a movie, y'all. Yeah, yeah. We got a we got a
1: movie. And it incorporates like black Americans and like African Americans. Hello. And we don't get to we don't see that. We either get like an African movie or a gangster black American movie. Like we don't get an yeah, integration of
0: both. Okay, training day. Um <laughs> I actually won an Oscar. Um and I was just so shook. I cried yesterday. For a long time by myself. Because I was just like, damn. That's like one of the first movies I've ever seen that made me feel actually good about myself as a black person. Like, I cannot name another movie that made me feel good about myself as a black person.
1: For me, Me it it, it was set it off. Carmen. Coming to Netflix in September
0: i'm editing that out (laughs) (laughs) you're bugging Um, i've never felt so powerful in my blackness ever 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 like literally ever in 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 terms of watching a film yeah but imagine
1: like that's the impact he has so it's like we didn't get him for long but it's like imagine having that impact and i was 21 yeah imagine what it was like for like
0: the eight-year-olds and like the, the the children like I was that that hurt very much and you don't realize like how much somebody who you don't know means to you and how much impact they have on your life until they c- can't further that impact
1: that's yeah the fact that like we we won't get yeah a black gender, like, I, I was,
0: to be honest I was never like a i I wouldn't call myself like a chadwick stan like i've seen all of chadwick's movies just because he's a great he was a great actor um but i would i was like yes i love chadwick to death like it was just like i love i like his movies so i would see his movies yeah but like sitting here thinking about the fact that like each movie he strategically picked mm, told a black story to a different level
1: like even his earlier work when he was working with um Spike Lee like he he's always been very intentional about the work that he does.
0: And you can't help but think like was that for a reason? Yeah. And it it was unfortunately.
1: So my question to you is so with like the trauma of being black, um police brutality, all of that, how how do you handle well, one, do you have anxiety and how do you handle that anxiety or how do you deal with the trauma? I do have anxiety about it and sometimes
0: it escapes me. And I'll explain what I mean by that. When Ahmaud Arbery died, was murdered. When words matter. He was murdered. Um, I was going for a walk. Around my neighborhood.
1: That's so ironic.
0: Uh, yeah, I was I was leaving to go for a walk. Um, and my mom was like, Be careful. I was like, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. What am I gonna do? Like, what's gonna happen? Um and she was like, You never know. Um and you never know. Yeah. Like stuff like that I don't get anxiety about because I it's I forget Sometimes that black people literally die and get murdered for doing nothing so it's hard for me to sometimes have like it, i i it's hard for me to have anxiety about that because i forget forget I hate to say the word forget but like I do I was going for a walk I forgot that somebody got like shot to death jogging so I didn't have anxiety about that in that moment um but I do have anxiety about um, I have brothers. I have four. Um, all of which are now going to be viewed as black men. Some of them aren't men, one is 13. Um, <clears throat> so I have anxiety about them moving in the world. I have anxiety about having children, mm-hmm. is the main thing that I have anxiety about, to be honest, because this. This world is pretty shitty. Yeah. And <laughs> it's pretty shitty to black people and unkind. And I don't know where we're going to be in a couple of years. And it makes me, I don't want to feel what my mom feels when I go outside. I don't.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I'm not ready for that. That gives me anxiety. Like my mom called me two days ago and was like, you know, I've been worried about you and your brother. And I've just been really anxious with all that's going on. And I can't even be like, but mom, we're not doing anything because black people die for doing nothing. Yeah. How do I deal with my anxiety? It's hard because nobody really cares about the trauma that you can't see. Like the fact that I am able-bodied, my legs are working, my arms are working. Your eyes are working. You don't have a concussion. Show up for work. Mm -hmm. You're able to do your job. You're able to maneuver through spaces. But I am real life traumatized at what's happening to my people, watching my idols die, like what's happening to me. I am real life traumatized about that stuff. But I'm still expected to show up to work and show up to spaces and be normal. You want me to watch these videos that y'all swear is important to post and be normal.
1: Yeah. And I, I remember this quote, I think is by Angela Davis, um, that the act of like racism itself is to like debilitate you is to put you in this state of like basically enabling you. So the very, the very essence of racism at its core is to like make you feel like, how you feeling? Like you can't move. So the the very act of like going on with your day is a very, it is a huge, tremendous act to go on with your day.
0: Well, That's- America, round of applause for you. You done did it because yeah, it's working. That
1: is a huge feat to even to watch like to to go to Ch- Ch- Chadwick Boseman and then on Monday, like act as if nothing ever happened,
0: or go to school. Or- and let me and let me say this the, the the people that was checking on your black friends when george Floyd died keep doing that shit because yeah. still not okay we're still not okay <laughs> and black people are still dying so i'm happy that you did it for the month mm. Mm. stuff is still happening i'm still anxious yeah. we are still traumatized and i
1: feel like for us like I, we both have similar accounts with like close relationship to gun violence in general. And like, for me, it is all like intertwined, whether it was like police involved or not. All of it for me is, is intertwined. Gun violence. When I think of gun violence, I do think of police, but I also think of how that affects like the streets Um, to the point that like this isn't a tiny tiny house of coats. Like we'd rather deal with things on the streets that involve the police. Yeah. Like so for me, and like in both of our instances, they weren't like police involved. But it's like at that point, it runs so deep in our community that we'd rather handle situations on our own than involve the police. Does that mean like we'd rather handle those situations on the streets than to to than to involve law enforcement, which says a lot. A lot. And like it's not like we don't like people. I'm not saying like you guys we got to handle this because we don't want the police on our streets. It's like it's not that deliberate. It's very like subconscious, but true. But like very true, very true.
0: So yeah, I I, I have anxiety around being black. I have anxiety around losing my friends because um, I I have a lot of obviously black friends, um, and amazing black friends at that. I have anxiety that we live in a pandemic and i have a lot of immunocompromised family and black people are disproportionately dying from covid um i have anxiety about having kids because black mothers are dying.
1: dying having having birth yeah like I, at every, t- like, I, I'm telling you at every turn there is racist, like at, at, when you walk out the door to the billboard, to the band-aids not matching, like everything affects us. And I don't think people realize that at every turn, even at, sometimes in our home, like I encourage everyone to watch Wale's video, Sue Me, because it really does like the reverse of what we go through Every day, like down to like very subtle hints of racism to very overt. um, Yeah, that stuff is deep. That stuff is deep. So I, how do you deal with it? How do you cope? I don't. Like I've only been to.
0: <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> I li- like literally when we were going over questions, I was like, how do I deal with this? Like, I don't. I went like after my brother passed, my mom put. Um, me and my brothers in therapy and that was like the last time I've seen a therapist and that was 10 years ago
0: Jesus Carmen
1: yeah I don't I mean I'm sure I I need to find a therapist and that's been like a project of mine while I'm in quarantine but I I literally don't this this podcast there you go talk about it (laughs) I
0: I've seen a lot of therapists in my life my first therapist I ever had I was 10 um similar to Carmen I have also dealt with gun violence when I was 12 um I think I was around 12 maybe I was 10 10 to 12 um my stepfather who I identify as my real father was murdered um which was one of the most traumatic experiences of my life especially being 10 um it's also extremely traumatic when like you don't know mm-hmm. who did it and like you can't your family doesn't want you to play in the park or like go outside or like they're scared to open doors like that was one of the most traumatic experiences of my life um so I, I was in therapy really early and I've switched therapists a lot because like you just got to find the right one yeah. and I really encourage people to do that like don't be discouraged when you have one that you don't like out of the five to six that i've had i've really liked one um and i had to stop seeing her because my insurance changed um so that's definitely one way i cope um i'm also big on like meditation and yoga that helps and my friends like being around people that understand what it's like to go through this really helps like when hearing about chadwick i do not want to hear from any non-black people I didn't I instantly hit up Devin like because you just don't like I know that people know that that movie was good representation I know that people are aware of that but I don't think people know how that man made us feel um so just talking to people that truly understand the depths of what I'm going through also helps um and also unplugging I have turned into an empath which is odd I know I feel, um, I think it's my cancer moon. Um, for those who don't know, I'm very into astrology. I'm an Aquarius sun, cancer moon, Leo rising. Um, I'm very emotional. I don't come off as emotional because of my Leo and my Aquarius, but I is. With that said, I have become an empath. Unplugging from social media and taking a break is very much needed for me because I feel what other people feel. mm in addition to my feelings, and that can get very overwhelming. So my phone is currently on Do Not Disturb. My computer is currently on Do Not Disturb. I deleted my apps for my job, and I know they hit me up, I am not answering. Y'all will hear why on Tuesday, when this episode comes out. Um, so just unplugging and disconnecting is important to me, especially because I, going back to the videos, make the conscious decision not to watch those videos.
1: Yeah, Like when
0: I see them on my timeline, I don't watch them. I'll read it so I know what's happening. I don't watch the videos, but sometimes they do pop up and start playing. Right, so like when that stuff is happening, I'm like I have to disconnect. It's really not good for my psyche.
1: So I think that that's how I cope. Well, I'm taking notes. So <laughs> no, really, like it, I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm learning, and I think the idea of therapy for me is very nice. Um, but I'm just one, one, I'm that person that's like, I need you to just take me to it. Like, I'm not trying to do the work of like finding one. And I'm like, like you, you're like, I feel like you're very optimistic. Cause if I have a bad therapist first, I'm like, wow, this is just a trash move. So like, I have to make it, I have to make the right move the first time. And I don't think people realize that like, we're de-stigmatizing therapy in the black community, but that runs deep. Like we do not go to therapy. Like that is not a thing in our community. Like it's so, it is a foreign thing. And you are seen as crazy, especially like in a black Christian home, like Mm. you better pray. It's like, yeah. So there's so many things at play, but yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's really true. I was talking my trainer, my,
0: my personal trainer, I kind of, I don't want to say a father figure, but like he is a male figure in my life now. Um, and I was explaining to him a situation where I was talking about the fact that me and my, the person that I'm talking to, um, had a conversation about my past sexual traumas playing a part in like our sex life and how we engage with each other. And he was like, my trainer said, he probably thinks you're crazy. And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think he like, and I know for a fact that the person I'm talking to doesn't think that I'm crazy. Cause like he has enough knowledge and does enough research t- to understand that like having past sexual traumas is going the to affect fi- the yeah. way <laughs> that you deal with partners. Um, But the fact that my per like trainer was like, he probably thinks you're crazy. You're crazy. Yes. Like people think that if you have something that you're working through or going through, you're crazy. that you're crazy. Yes. They, that's a that's a real thing. That is And the fact that it was put on like I didn't do anything, I was taking advantage of and exactly. you saying that I'm crazy.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. That's how it is. Like that's <laughs> that is just how it is. Like I I'm like err? And i, really, I did the scooby doo. I like I love how like there are people who are making it normalized and it's entering into like black homes, but that's like a lot harder said than done for Mm. sure for sure
0: and i also don't want it to sound like going to therapy is easy it's not like the reason i haven't gotten another therapist is because i don't feel like re-explaining everything because it's also triggering to re-explain my entire life especially because the reason i go to a therapist is like i don't have day-to-day traumas like i'm not in a traumatic like situation that I have to like go to therapy every week. A lot of the stuff that I talk about in therapy are foundational, like things that happened in my childhood that affect the way that I move as an adult. Um, so that's a lot of unpacking for me to like go over with somebody new. Um, so it's not easy finding a therapist that you're comfortable dealing with. And if you're you know normal and have to pay through for therapy with insurance and like don't have money to pay for it out of pocket, sometimes your insurance change sometimes your therapist no longer takes the insurance and you have to find somebody new and like going through the process all over again. That's not fun. Yeah. Like it's exhausting. So I'm not saying it to make it easy. I currently don't see a therapist for that exact reason. And I miss my old therapist um very much. So it's not an easy process, but it's a needed process. Right. Do you think that everybody needs therapy?
1: Actually? Absolutely. That should, that should be like as a form of your checkup almost. mm. Like that's just an argument. Really? I didn't know that was argument. Yeah. But I I, me, <laughs> me, I really that's how disconnected I am with like all things mental health. Um, but I absolutely do. Like I even and you could think that you come from like a very good home and like, like your housing is secure, your financial is stable, but like everyone goes through something. Right. Um so I'm yeah, with absolutely. you. Absolutely. I didn't know that I was answered- argument.
0: Yeah, I've heard some people like, no, like some people know how to cope with things on their own. Like some people are pretty self-aware. I am the most self-aware being I've ever met, especially at my age. That's something that I will give myself Um, and my friends can confirm I'm pretty self-aware. I need therapy. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah, I need therapy. And at the end of the day, it won't hurt. Like it's not something that like is going to hurt you. Right. Maybe like, and eh, this person is not for me. Let me keep, and I th- think people need to understand that there there are different approaches to therapy. Like there are cognitive therapy, cognitive therapist. excuse me. The person that I had, um, I forget what the, the proper term was, but she was like, she kind of believed that everything is connected and I had to feel grounded in order to like really get into what's bothering me. So we would do like exercises in the beginning, like. There are so many different approaches yes. to therapy that people need to, like, really do the research and find the right one for them. But I, I think that everybody can benefit from therapy. There's nothing that's going to harm you. Right. In the most, like, at the least. Excuse me. No, nothing is going to harm you. Well, we got through an episode without crying. I really thought I was going to cry. Because the, the the Chadwick thing, that messed me up, man. I cried very Devin was like, I tried to watch uh, Black Panther last night. I was like, I don't even know why you tried to do that to yourself. Yeah. I couldn't. I ate a couple of scoops of ice cream and I cried.
1: Yeah. I was just. Because I just. Because you know, like, once it's on Twitter, it's like everything that he's ever done is on Twitter now. And it's just like. Yes. And it's overwhelming. Yeah. My boyfriend was like watching what Black Panther meant to Chadwick Boseman. And I was like, can we just turn, like, can I just, like, be present with you? and like In i'm just moment. like so thankful that like he's alive cuz like he's he like goes out every day and like like you said like i have brothers that go out every day and that's that's anxious to know that like this may or may not be our last encounter and it's and like that and just when, when my brother was was killed like i never knew that my last encounter was going to be that last encounter it's just
0: it's a lot and you're right i didn't even think about that part that like now everybody is posting everything he has ever said yeah like Like, they posted oh they posted a video of him he had a couple of children who had terminal cancer come onto the set to watch him film the movie and they died before the movie came out was done and came out and he was talking about it and he was like crying talking about it and of course the tweet was mentioning the fact that like he had to talk about this while he also dying from like I need a break. Yeah. And I also want to like tell people that needing a break is not you being insensitive because you cannot be there for other. This is going to sound corny. And I know you heard this, but you cannot be there for other people. If you're not there for yourself, I cannot help my friends cope with anything. If I am not coping. Right. And I just cannot engage with a lot of that content right now. It is way too soon.
1: I don't even know when for me would be an appropriate time to even like go back and like mourn, you know, Is there ever an appropriate time? Like, I feel like now it's, like, when I see, like, Kobe stuff, it still, like, hurts. But it's, like, I've distanced myself from the initial shock. But Mm. it still still very much hurts. But it's, like, this is still palpable. So. I'm not over the Kobe thing. I'm not over the pop thing.
0: The pop thing. I know. You really was a Pop Smoke fan. (sighs) Because I don't think people. It's so funny. And I know the episode is ending. But it's just so funny because. When I first heard a pop, the pop smoke song "Welcome to the Party," I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "Turn this demonic music off," because you know his voice is so deep. He's like, "Baby, welcome to the party." I was like, "Turn this up!" I was like, "This <laughs> is sweet. scary." I was like, "Turn this off," and then I was just listening to it. I was like, "This is kind of hard." Um, just the fact that he died at twenty is insane. I mean, and he's um from New York, and the fact that it was like pop smoke 2000 to 2020, like what?
1: You, yeah, was born that into, was a, like that was a weird that's weird to see. Weird to see. Yeah, that was very weird to see.
0: Yeah, that hurt cuz he was really being from New York and being in New York while he was blowing up New York <sighs> rise for pop smoke. Um and he started really blowing up in other areas, but just being from New York and watching him sort of rise, it it was fun to watch and it was like it makes you proud. It really does. And it's sad that he didn't really get to see his full potential. Um But it it's really just another day of us dealing with trauma yeah. and being black.
1: Twenty twenty is what we thought twenty twelve was supposed to be. Oh, uh, we really thought the world was ending. You remember that? Yeah, I remember. Mind, I was like, why calendar? am I why am I going to school if the world's about to end? <laughs> why am I trying this hard? I, I don't know if I should say this.
0: Me. I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I truly just didn't want to die virgin. I was like I'm a weak <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I was like,
1: please. Weren't you all of in tenth grade? <laughs> I'm a weak right now. I
0: was like, Lord, please. You know what it is? Cause I used to watch Hairspray. Have you ever seen Hairspray?
1: Yes, I've seen Hairspray. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, so you know, Hairspray was like the blueprint for me. Really, as a fat kid i was like i'm getting a zac efron (laughs) it's like it is impossible for me to get a zac efron so i was convinced to not die a virgin and if anybody's wondering my dream came true all right i feel like we can end this um i'm happy we didn't cry
1: I I was very close. Yeah, I'm happy we didn't cry either. My
0: eye was like glossy. I saw, it.
1: I, saw I know, it. I know. I know you did.
0: Like, I saw you looking at me. <laughs> she was like, "Don't do this."
1: Yes, I was like,
0: "Please, don't do this." <laughs> no, nah, I was like really trying not to. Um, I'm not happy with how the world is ending. I'm really not. Oh,
1: not how anything? the world is
0: <laughs> how the world is happening. I did not mean. Not anything, ending. Please.
1: Oh my god. Um,
0: you know, laugh now, cry now is definitely so
1: fitting.
0: Yeah, it definitely was a good the title for this episode um at the end of the day look out for your black friends check up on your black friends um it is not over i know it felt like i know it feels like it's over because it feels like there's no more protesting going on there's no more rioting going on people are still mobilizing people are still organizing and black people are still dying and being murdered um whether that's from the pandemic whether it's at the hands of police whether it's their idols, unfortunately, dying. Um, Check up on your Black friends, because I'm not okay, and I guarantee you they're not okay either. And that's all I have. I love you, sis. I love you, sis.